0: I need coffee. So, what's your drink? What's your normal, what's your normal drink? A uh, cold brew, 100%. Okay. Cold brew? <laughs> yeah. Triple espresso macchiato with extra milk is my drink. <laughs> triple espresso? Triple espresso macchiato. Every time. I don't change it. I don't want any problems. Really? Everyone knows. See, I, I, I switch
1: it up sometimes and I get a, a warm caramel macchiato. Yeah. Uh, you ever like splurge
0: and get a pappuccino No. No?
1: Rare. Like, it was like maybe calories. once <laughs> yeah. I did.
0: We're next. Hey, how's it going? uh Can I get a triple espresso macchiato, please? A triple espresso macchiato? Yeah. With uh, extra milk. I wanna bring it back. Oh you know what we should do? What's that? Uh, we should go to CVS. Uh, one to get batteries just in case like one right, of the mics yeah. die. But two, uh, and like literally go to the pharmacy. Oh it's gonna be closed probably. Are you guys open?
1: My store is open, but we're I wanna say they're gonna be closed here in Bristol. I don't probably know. Probably close? They oh, okay. might be open. I don't wanna walk
0: up and just like record like, hey you guys heard of uh you guys heard of Arch Radio? <laughs> <laughs> well you're on it. Sucker <laughs> <It's Yeah. okay. laughs> Or something, <laughs> That's but a good <laughs> And then walk out. A question for the pharmacist? Yeah, have <laughs> a question for the pharmacist. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of RX Radio. I'm your host Dr. Richard Waith, and I'm here with future and now co-host Dr. Scott Weaver. Welcome.
1: Feels so good to be here, man. <laughs> I'm thanks excited. For, thanks for coming to the crib and, and doing this. No problem. We are awesome. in a
0: super, super fancy building right now in Brickle in Miami. And uh, we're sitting in the library of what's like the lobby on the 14th floor. There's a pool out. It's it's beautiful. We got a bunch of old London
1: English style books. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so <laughs> That's it's true. all really interesting stuff. But um but let's uh let's start off by, you know, a formal introduction. Uh, let's mm-hmm. start by telling the listeners and whoever's watching right now on the vlog uh, a little bit about yourself. Yeah, my name's Scott Weaver, I um,
1: currently live in Miami, but I was, I was born and raised in Cincinnati, Ohio. That's where I attended undergrad and uh, pharmacy school at University of Cincinnati. Um, you know, I getting into pharmacy, like I really didn't know much about it when I got into it. I played sports my whole life, I tried to live a, a healthy lifestyle, and I was just, you know, I kind of like... Just sat one day and I said, What am I going to do with the rest of my life? I remember I was a junior in high school and I really didn't know. I I knew, like, for my core value system, I wanted to help people. Mm. I wanted to stay in the health field just because that, like, consumed my whole life growing up. Yeah. And I wanted to be a provider, whether that be providing information to people, whether that, you know, providing, uh, like, financial security for my family. I just wanted to provide that to people and, you know, I just wanted to provide like, a lot of value to anybody I interacted with. Yeah. So I sat down and I thought to myself, I'm like, what am I gonna do? I'm, I'm terrified of blood, like I, <laughs> I can't, if someone tells me a story that involves blood, I, I, I just like, I feel weak, easy, I, I couldn't do it. So I couldn't be a doctor, I eliminated being a nurse, so I was like, what's the next best thing? Like, what can I do? How can I make an impact? Yeah. And that's when I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do pharmacy. Yeah. I went in knowing nothing about it and just kind of like fully immersed myself from the get go and yeah. just completely fell in love with it.
0: That's awesome, man. Well, I mean I was gonna ask you at some point like why yeah, pharmacy, yeah. but basically I figured you would, so we yeah. <laughs> we basically we basically just covered that. Right. Um so and you you were basically when did you you just recently graduated. Yeah, right. So 2017. you know, not not too far out. Mm. Um what what has it been like, I guess, you know, you're basically ending your rookie year yeah, coming yeah. up, right? Yeah. So what's the, let's reflect on the year, like what's that been like fresh out as a pharmacist?
1: So looking back, I would say day one, you have to be ready.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like nobody's holding your hand from there on and you have to like take advantage of all four years of pharmacy school and really you know, educate yourself and prepare yourself because day one, you're out there, all the responsibility is on you. And I realized that, you know, fortunately I did prepare myself well enough mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, you realize as soon as you go out there, man, it's it's all on you. Like, you know, everybody's looking up to you to give you that, to give them that information to be Mm -hmm. successful in their health. Um, Your coworkers are looking to you to make decisions. Um, And it's, I think that is the most realist part of it is like, it's on you. It's on you to like make a difference in people's lives and really um, direct how you want to do that. It's like you're out, like in the real world. Exactly. Like, it's like, it's it, like got re- it just got real. It, it got real, you know. No, <laughs> no curriculum is telling you like when to show up. You know what class you're going to take, where you're going to go in rotation. It's like it is up to you, yeah. and that's the most realist moment. And it's up to you to decide what to do with that. Yeah. I think that's the biggest
0: thing I learned. So what what was it like? I guess since you've you you've only been practicing as a pharmacist in Miami, right? Yeah. So you were on rotations, I'm assuming, in Cincinnati. Correct. Okay. Was there any differences maybe that you saw as like practicing pharmacy down here that really stuck out, like other than minute laws and stuff, but like exactly. something that really stuck out practicing pharmacy down here versus what you experienced um, up north? A hundred percent, I would say, is the patient
1: population. Okay. Um, down here, there's, it's so cultured, and it's one of the things that I love about Miami. And for me being able to connect to that, uh, whatever culture, gr- cultural group I'm you know, connecting with, And kind of understanding there's differences in like their their core beliefs and how they think about healthcare, and then having to because in Cincinnati, um, you know, growing up with it like I there was only one core belief of health, Mm -hmm. and trying to come down here and there's so many different cultures and um, I guess trying to understand that and then how to make it effective to what their values are. Yeah, because if I try to you know. Put my values on them. It's mm-hmm. not going to be beneficial to them. So yeah, it, that's the one thing that I notice is the biggest difference. Yeah, as far as you know, healthcare and dealing with people.
0: It's super interesting you mentioned that actually because um, you know you're speaking of like the different populations in Miami. Mm-hmm. There's a heavy culture of like being against vaccines, yeah, especially in exactly. like Hispanic culture. Yeah. Um, I think even in like the Haitian culture mm-hmm. as well, right? Uh, the Hait- like the in the Haitian culture, it's very difficult to convince people to get flu vaccines yeah so um, uh, we have our a videographer uh, our lovely videographer there who's also a pharmacist that her population is heavily um, in an in area that has like you know mm-hmm. people from Haiti and it's really crazy that I think there's some stores that will perform differently on their flu vaccine mm-hmm. uh, metrics because of the culture um, of like where the population is because in, in Miami, Sometimes you're in areas where it's very, very mixed, but then there's yeah, sometimes right. in Miami where there's areas where it's only people from like heavily Venezuela or heavily um, from Haiti or heavily from Cuba, and, that, and that's a difference so. of like a five to ten minute drive. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's, yeah, it is
1: really, it's crazy that it's that you know five to ten minutes can make that big of a cultural difference. Yeah, it's also like very interesting, and um, I, I agree. Like in my specific practice. Um, a lot of people, they don't want to get a flu shot. I've seen, I've noticed either the belief that it might cause autism, it might, it's not effective, mm-hmm. or another belief that I've found that people have is the this, this shot hurts, like the shot they would get, you know, whether in Cuba or in uh, South America, they're accustomed to the needle being like this thick. long or thick, yeah. and it, and it freaking hurts. Yeah, that's crazy. So a lot of the times, if I'm given a flu shot, and they, they see me do it, and the patient's like, oh, you know, it doesn't hurt at all. It was pain free. Yeah. A lot of the times, if a patient actually witnesses that, they agree to do a flu shot right then and there. Yeah. Only because their only uh, barrier was the pain factor. Yeah. yeah. That's
0: super interesting. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's move into talking about like how we got here. Like, mm-hmm. how, did we, how did we get introduced? How did we meet? And like, what's, uh, what's going to be next?
1: You know, it's crazy. I was actually. Um, you know, all my friends back in Cincinnati, I, I try to keep in touch with them once a week every couple of weeks. And I was talking to a buddy of mine, Dylan, and he said, hey, man, you, I just like ran into this guy. He's doing, he's doing a lot of big things on social media, you know, trying to push, like advocate for the profession, educate people. And he's also doing stuff on the patient side. And like the thing about me is like I've been all for that and wanted to do that for like the past couple of years now, like in pharmacy school. And he goes, and then, He's like, and the and the best thing about it is he's in Miami. Well, so <laughs> like, I'm like, well that's that works out. Yeah. So I, I I go on my phone instantly, I check out Richie, um, and I'm like, I'm like, dude, this is like exactly what I want to be doing. Yeah. Like this guy is he's taking action and he's, you know, he's trying to make a difference. So um, I hit you up on Instagram.
0: Yeah, man. I like
1: left, I left him a message. On, I slid in his demons. Yeah. <laughs> yo,
0: people are not understanding that like like social media right now is like everyone's on there. All types of healthcare professionals. I've spoken about that before. Like you can reach people like on social media very easily, and that's crazy. That's a lot of the things that I've been doing, and it's, it's how we connected is yeah. on social media. So, like so we wouldn't literally be media, here. social media,
1: I mean times are changing. You know, people are getting information from social media as long as entertaining them. You know, yeah. where it's, it's no longer newspapers and TV, it's social media. Yeah. yeah. So I, I slid in his DMs, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was something along the lines of you know, hey, man, I love what you're doing. Um, if you like, I'd, I'd love to meet with you and talk about some, and exchange some ideas and yeah. see if we can come up with something to, you know, change or innovate pharmacy. And I was like, and at the very least, at least we can, at least it'll be two pharmacists just having a great conversation at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and then we just
0: kind of hit it off. And, and
1: yeah, we were like, we were both, we both had the same vision, and I think... Along with connecting on a person like a personality standpoint, I think
0: with that putting that together, like we really saw something that could come from this. Yeah. So why did you um? You know, like I didn't, I didn't not forcing you to do anything, obviously, but like you were super interested in like you know podcasting and like doing interviews and doing that. Like, what what excites you about that, or why do you think you know what is really exciting about that? I guess I would ask. Um, I think with everything changing, a lot more people are
1: resorting to podcasting mm-hmm. to get, like, for those sources of information. And what I see as an opportunity is, like for me personally, I value like personal growth within the field. I think pharmacy's changing a lot. I think there's a, a lot of opportunities out there that people aren't even aware about. Mm-hmm. And even the current space that they're in is changing and they're not really catching on with how it's changing or, in, or being innovated. So I want to make it as a way for me to grow professionally and personally. In in that field, but also be able to share it with other people, whether that be you know current practitioners to educate them and maybe inspire for them to change the way they practice, or inspire a pharmacy student to you know pursue maybe or at least educate themselves with a different career path. Mm-hmm. And you know if I can just inspire and give value for me through podcasting, that is like the way to do it. And I think in the end, it can be very beneficial and provide a lot of value.
0: Yeah. Awesome man, and you know you you talked about like you know inspiring and providing value. Who would you say like inspires you? Who inspires me? Yeah. I would say um, my father inspires me.
1: Um, he passed away when he, when I was fourteen, but like growing up, you know, everything he taught me. Like I just want to I just want to be able to like make people proud that are still
0: with me, or even yeah. those who are no longer in my life. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Awesome man. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm really, you know, I'm really excited to see what's gonna come. Like, I've been doing most of this on my own, like <laughs> right, this whole time. Right. So knowing that now, like, you know, we got two pharmacists, two minds going mm-hmm. at it, and um, I'm definitely excited to see like what you're gonna bring. Uh, even though this is gonna be your first mm-hmm. introduction out to uh, out into onto the channel, we actually had an event not too long ago yeah. um, at Nova Future and, Summit. Yeah, man, that Future was crazy. Summit. Yeah, and you killed it, man. I oh, yeah, saw yeah, it, yeah, you like it was, killing yeah, it. People, it was, people it. were coming up. They were yeah. like. They were like, "Hey, can we
1: uh, can we be interviewed?" Yeah. And they, they were just completely joking. I'm like, "Sit down, let's do yeah. it." <laughs> yes. They were like, "Oh, that's awesome!" You
0: see them fixing their jacket. They're like, "Do I look good?" Like, yeah, yeah. "I'm gonna go." <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's a, it was definitely a good event, and you know, you de- I'm definitely excited and, and can't wait to hear you know the episodes that you're gonna bring with some of the guests that you're gonna bring on. That's gonna be I'm gonna have nothing to do with you know, yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be a listener at that point too. So it's gonna right. be uh, it's gonna be exciting to be on the other end of this. So. Yeah, it's just all growing together, you yeah. know bringing people to,
1: to share you know what they're passionate about and just inspire growth yeah you know put pharmacists on the map and really just give them a positive outlook
0: yeah yes that's what I'm talking about man so I, again let's I'm excited man let's do let's this, do this <laughs> man to be great bro I'm excited and if you guys you can follow me on Instagram
1: at rphscott um, I'll also be active on the rx radio Instagram page Facebook you know don't be afraid, like I said, I sit in his DMs and you know we're creating something special.'t like we're, we're very uh, responsive.
0: Ask us if you want to see something if you want any questions answered, just let us know. Yeah, I tell you guys all the time, like hit us up and now you're, now you have two people to hit up with two different backgrounds. so like reach out to us if there's anything that we can do to help you, um, even if you want to get your own podcasting started, if you want help with building your own personal brands, mm-hmm. career advice, anything in that likes, so now you have two of us that um, that are going to be at your disposal to reach out to, so
1: do it let's do don't it. be afraid, take action take action you'll you'll be surprised at what comes out of it yeah what
0: I wanted to ask was uh, what do you what do you think like what do you think pharmacy is like going towards like like let's say it's it's ten years, like what are you yeah. seeing? Yeah, so
1: I definitely see um, I definitely see the evolution of the personal pharmacist mm-hmm. in regards to you know. Especially in community pharmacy, a lot of the insurances dictate where patients can get their their care. Yeah. And really, just how the business model is and the workflow, pharmacists don't really have enough time to sit down with the patients and really evaluate their medication list yeah. and you know provide the best plan for a patient. So I do see, um, I just I do see a transition to where patients are going to be able to like find a personal pharmacist in whom mm-hmm. they trust, and then get their medications from kind of like an Amazon distribution or, or fulfillment center. Yeah. And I think establishing whether through social media or any other kind of media outlet. Yeah. Uh, you know, developing some kind of trust between,
0: you know, patients, they'll be able to choose from there who they want to be their personal pharmacist. And what do you think about like, cause you had a friend, I think we had spoke once about like you had a friend that had a pharmacy mm-hmm. um, and they ended up selling it. Um, what, like, what do you think the, like the independence
1: role. Yeah, there's definitely with the PBMs and the reimbursement rates. Uh, there's definitely a, a decrease in a lot of these independent pharmacies' margins. Yeah. So they're not getting reimbursed, or they're even losing money on on every script that they fill. Yeah. yeah. And it's, you know it's killing them. They gotta they have to sell off to these big chains like CVS and Walgreens. Mm-hmm. And um, the, you know the, the the PBMs and it's it's actually been brought up to Congress. They they have to change the reimbursement rates because it's it's really it's killing a lot of these independents yeah alright random question random question
0: what is your what is your what was the best advice someone gave to you when you were in pharmacy school
1: the best advice that I got in pharmacy school was the the one trait that's going to that is gonna make a pharmacist stand out is his or her ability to solve problems. Solid. So if you (laughs) can work on your ability to solve problems and not only solve them, but solve them quickly, then you'll not only be successful um, in your job, but you will be able to help a lot of patients and a lot of people in your life.
0: Yeah. I don't know what the best advice I've gotten is. (laughs) <laughs> What's the best advice, I had to think. Um, the best advice I think that I got in pharmacy school was that, like, there's no way that you're going to be able to know everything. Right. But, like, you have to be able to find... Like, just know exactly how to find it as quickly as possible and then deliver it in the best way possible. Like, that... Because that, a lot of times you have to deliver that communication or that right. information you find. You have to either deliver it to a physician, so it has to be, like... In a, in a way that they're going to understand and get bought into it. And then you also the have to, and side. for the patient side also. So right. that was probably the best, I think, that What's I got. What's your go to way to search for information? For medication information, LexiComp is, like, the Bible. I don't, I don't use much Google, honestly. Yeah. Like, for the most part, most of the things that I need to find is on LexiComp. Like, with the exception of, like, some random, like, disease state maybe that I've never heard of. Yeah. That, like, even you can't find on LexiComp. Right. Like, because they don't have all of them. But like I, that, I would maybe go to Google for. But for the most part, man, LexiComp that like, and they're not even paying me for this plug. Hopefully, one day they will. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but uh, LexiComp is like is my go-to man. I love LexiComp. Yeah, you know yeah. what it is too? Like you can have it downloaded on your like iPad. You don't need internet. Like I went on a rotation in um in Nicaragua actually. We did like a um, like a health uh, global health outreach, uh-huh. and I didn't need internet. We were like treating people like out in the mountain, and it was just That's like so cool, I man. had everything like there like just downloaded onto the iPad and and I was able to like diagnose and stuff and like it was crazy. So I know a lot of schools provide some kind of like
1: some kind of rotation that's usually in a different country. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And typically costs, you know, three
0: to four thousand dollars, but if you have it, you think it's you think it's worth that experience. Yeah. For yeah sure. ours was def- ours was less i think the trip i went on was like the cheapest one too which yeah. was awesome but uh that's so cool but yeah ours was definitely less but man that was a great experience though i definitely would recommend if you guys get a chance or anyone gets a chance to do some sort of like global trip where you're out treating and um uh providing care to people i would highly recommend it i'd highly recommend they do that is the appreciation for the the patients Is it different than here in the states yeah but i mean it's they don't get that type like when you're like at least for the trip that we did those people didn't really some of those people didn't get care you know like Mm -hmm. they're out there just kind of on their own almost like we were it was like legitimate mountain people yeah like it was like they had like one school and they if they had to work they had to walk miles like it it was it was like some real um real third world stuff that that we dealt with there so it was it was it was definitely like eye-opening life-changing and um, I would highly recommend, you know, if anyone gets that opportunity, to definitely do that. That's so cool. Yeah. But what was the best experience in pharmacy school? Best experience in pharmacy most school? most memorable? Most memorable? Um, it'd probably, it's funny that we just, you know, segued into that, but it would probably be that. Like, yeah. that was probably, the like, one of the craziest experiences I would say that I had. That's I think. awesome. Yeah, that's probably the most memorable just because, like, just, like, the traveling there and then, you know, we, the team of people there, it was, like, you know, you... you Became like real tight knit. You right. played games at night, um, and then the, the, what's also memorable about it, like, it was my it was I think one of my first rotations. So like, I was out into the field, and you had almost like the power of being a physician, where like the students were diagnosing, yeah, and then also recommending treatment. Obviously, we had people above us that we can double check with and ask, but like, at the end of the day, we were last to like make a decision, almost, into giving someone treatment. It was over-the-counter right. stuff, most of it, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. but, but still, man, yeah, it was still, that, that to me was like, for pharmacy school, like, that was probably one of the most like, memorable, right. memorable things. Yeah. What about you? What was your most memorable? Um, most memorable probably was
1: when I did a rotation with, um, with Clark's Rx. I got to work, you know, they, they gave a presentation at school mm-hmm. in one of our business management classes and I, I hit him up because was, it wasn't an actual rotation, so I had to hit him up like, man, I'm really interested on the business side like, yeah what can what can you do to allow me to come like work with you guys for a month? Yeah. so I actually got a rotation set up with their corporate office. Oh nice so I was working with the CEO, the CEO yeah you know, CFO, all of them whom I still like keep in touch with yeah and like, every time I go back to Cincinnati I'll, I'll do dinner with them and stuff but just getting to know like how to run the business and being part of those
0: executive decisions. Yeah, like dude, that was really cool. Yeah, that yeah. was so cool. That's crazy, man. Well, take your rotations seriously, people. If you're if you're a student listening, what some of you, the best memories you get out of those. Remember, for people going on rotations.
1: So it's 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 going on April. Rotations start in a month. It's coming up. Yeah. yeah.
0: What's your number one piece of advice? My number one piece of advice for people going on rotations is just to build connections with people. because that to me is like the number one thing that's really gonna like if there's anything that's going to help you in your career it's going to be relationships with other people yes sir and that to me is is like the biggest piece of my that's what i
1: preach the number one most valuable thing to to rotations to students it's not going to be what you learn but who you meet yeah 100 percent. yeah because you'll have the ability to learn the information you may not have learned throughout rotations, yeah. Because yeah. you'll have the you the tools to like look it up on LexiComp or yeah. look it up in other resources, but you you won't always have that opportunity to meet those people, yeah, like, Meet yeah. those executives or get into meetings and just like really connect with people,
0: yeah. Hundred percent. All right, well, this is our this is a session that we did on the balcony what floor are we on twenty eight. This is one floor twenty eight of like some building the in views Brickell. Views are okay. the Views are nice and. See. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. I really hope you guys enjoyed that interview. Please leave me a comment on Instagram or on iTunes. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are. Any feedback is going to be greatly appreciated and don't forget to subscribe. And until next time, see you over the counter.